Hello and welcome to the Chelsea News Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Chelsea Football Club and their whole January transfer window. Uh, there's been a lot of incomings, outgoings, lots of stuff to do with the club. So, yeah, let's get into it. So, there's been, there's been quite a lot of incomings and incomings, just players, just lots, lots of people coming into the club, as we've seen a lot under Todd Bowley. Um, there's Enzo Fernandez. He was kind of talked about for ages and ages at the club. As like a player that wanted to come in and he kind of went on strike at Benfica. Obviously, we know how good of a player he is. He was amazing at the World Cup. And it's an absolute delight to have him in as lots of the other big clubs in Europe were looking at him. For example, Benfica were trying to keep him, but Chelsea were willing to pay slightly over his release cause to have it in like instalments. Real Madrid were looking to come in in the summer. There were all sorts of big clubs looking to come in for him just because of how good he was at uh, the World Cup, he hasn't been at Benfica for too long, but when he's played, he's looked absolutely amazing. He looked good at River Plate, he's looked good in the World Cup, and that's kind of warranted Chelsea to just go out and buy him as soon as they can to kind of fend off the competition. I think he'll kind of solve some of Chelsea's issues in midfield. I think we've kind of struggled in terms of having those new energetic midfield players as we've kind of looked a bit lethargic with a Jorginho, a Kovacic, and sometimes having a Kante in there. Sometimes you'd have Mason Mount in there, though he's kind of in and out of positions. He'll kind of uh, pop in and out from being a, uh, a kind of number eight to being like a winger one day, and then the next day he'll go somewhere else, and he, he's a bit of a odd one. So, obviously, we've also got rid of Jorginho, so he'll become almost a bit of a replacement for him. I think that Enzo Fernandez at CDM could be a good deal for the club. I think he is probably one of the best young players in world football right now. I think you probably expect that for the price tag. But in reality, in terms of what you're getting, you're getting a young, exciting player whose Pauza is actually really, really good. Um, he, he's so, so good for his age. And if you look at the long passing and how well he's played, um, both in the World Cup at Benfica and at River Plate, he's so he's so so good. I don't know how Chelsea got him in the current state. Like Graham Potter's, this new project must be absolutely amazing because in this current state, Chelsea should not be getting a player this good. Because if you think about it, Chelsea, we're sat like tenth in the Premier League and we've landed one of the best young players in world football. That is absolutely outstanding from the club. Like. The fact that we even got into talks with him is amazing. Whatever this project is, I'm 100% down for it. Like, Enzo Fernandez is genuinely one of the best pro pro uh, prospects in world football. And the fact that we've got him on probably an eight-year contract, I haven't checked um, with Todd Bowley, that's probably what he's done. Um, that is absolutely outstanding. And, yeah, I would say he's worth the 100 mil or whatever was spent. I think it was 111 in the end. And I think, based off of his performances, he's worth every penny of that. I think Chelsea could have done worse. They could have looked at other players. I think having that Enzo Fernandez in, he'll provide a really, really good base for the midfield. And then if we kind of complement him with a good attacking player like a 
Jude Bellingham, or if you put Enzo Fernandez and Jude Bellingham in a midfield, you're sorted for ten years at least. That is one of the best. That's one of the best midfields in world football, and they're only like in their twenties, and then they can go on for ages. Um, we've recouped some of the money we spent on uh, Enzo Fernandez on Jorginho, and that has meant that with Jorginho moving to Arsenal for about twelve million, with the add-ons included, um, that means that we can. From what I've heard, it means that we can kind of help with amortisation a little bit and it will help ease the burden on Chelsea. He only had six months left on the contract and with Arsenal trying to push for the Champions League, uh, well, not for the Champions League, for the Premier League and to kind of go far in all the competitions they can, um, I think he's an almost necessary signing for them. Like, instead of getting him in January, you get him now so that then he can almost bed into the squad and help them in the title challenge already. I think he's more of like a backup for the Tom's party, or I don't necessarily think he could do a role of a Xhaka, but I think he's kind of a backup player in this Arsenal team. I definitely don't think he's good enough to start. Um, I don't think he's really that amazing of a player. I think it's almost like when we sent them William, like he wasn't really willing to negotiate with Chelsea with kind of the contract and everything because he wanted a longer length of contract which made him more secure in what he was doing. Chelsea weren't willing to offer him that. I think Chelsea were willing to offer Willian like a two-year contract. Willian wanted a three. And realistically, I think this is somewhat similar. There was talk of Jorginho going back to Italy because he's so liked over there and how he was like the man for Italy's Euro bid. Um, like how Italy kind of won the uh, Euros and everything like that. And how obviously he got the third place in the Ballon d'Or rankings that I think, in all honesty, he shouldn't have finished anywhere close to there. Um, he was really, really good for them uh, when he was at Napoli. He's he's just been good wherever he's gone in Italy. He's got a really good reputation over there. And I think that really, he probably should have gone back over there. The kind of pace of the league is a bit slower. It's less physical. It probably suits his play style a bit more. In terms of the Premier League, is a lot more physical and a lot kind of more pace and uh, it's a better league than the Serie A if we're being quite honest and I think that Chelsea kind of they, they've done well with this deal there's no doubt about that like do you really value Jorginho for six months of his contract is he worth 12 million pound um, that's pretty much like what uh, they paid for Gerard Felix and I think that he's nowhere close to Gerard Felix's level and in all honesty I think that he definitely wouldn't have signed a deal with us and if we can cash in on him now that is amazing by me I think that Chelsea could really do a lot worse than um, than selling him I think he's probably past his best in his current state and yeah if we like if we would have even got rid of him for 8 million rising to 10 million with add-ons that would have been fine I think he's a good player for Chelsea but he's past his best and it was time for him to go 
think Arsenal might not have been the best place. I probably think that a Juventus or somewhere like that would have been good for him. But if he wants to go there, that is completely fine. He's a good player, uh, or he has been a good player. I don't know whether it will be a uh, kind of a success story or whether it will be a um, another William. But time will tell with all of that, I guess. Molly Madueke. Um He's another player that we've signed this summer. I think he's a really, really promising talent and he's shone in the Eredivisie. I can't say I've watched lots of him, though I've watched some and he should hopefully add some dynamism and something interesting into Chelsea's attack. <clears throat> He's next Spurs boy when he was in academy, which is okay. He'll know London and I think he's in England under 21 international, which is good. I think we've signed him for about 30 million in total fee, which is an alright deal for Chelsea. It's not massively overpaying. Probably you'd expect about 25 million for a player of his talent. And yeah, it's not a bad deal for the club. They could have certainly done a lot worse than to go and get a player of his quality. The big one is pretty much the one that lots of people have been talking about as a massive overpay for the club. And that is Mikhailo Mudrik. Um, he's just come out of the Ukrainian league with Shakhtar Donetsk. And I think people are kind of overinflating the actual price of this deal in the respect of he cost about 60 to 70 million pound and people are reporting this deal to be about 100 million that is with add-ons that is provided that chelsea hit all sorts of different criteria that realistically um if we do reach then chelsea will be more than happy to pay 30 million pound i quite like all of this uh, structuring now that the club are doing in kind of respects to we should we should incentivize players to do well at the club because setting a base fee that they will get paid either to the club or to their salary is fine but it doesn't incentivize the player to do well so there's lots of instances of players just coming to the club and then just hoovering up a wage and it's not incentive based so they don't need to and it doesn't really affect them as to whether they play amazingly well or whether they absolutely like and stink the whole place up like Aubameyang is. Like there is no real reason why Pierre and Aubameyang should do anything different to what he's doing now. And yeah, I think all of this incentive-based kind of contracts and deals are really, really benefiting the club and will benefit the club in the future because it will both save them on transfer fees or it will benefit them in the future in terms of success. And yeah, Hakim Ziyech, the deal collapsing there. Um, Really, I think that it's a bit of a mistake from Chelsea's part. Reportedly, the deal collapsed after Chelsea sent through the wrong documents to get him loaned out to PSG. And before uh, before they could kind of get the new documents in and have them all signed, the transfer deadline had passed. Really, I don't mind having a player of Hakim Ziyech's quality in the squad. I think that he's really such such a talented player. And lots of the young players have stuff to learn off of him. I really like the idea of him teaching Mikhailo Mudrik. And I think those two are really, really talented players. Possibly Mudrik has a better work ethic from what we've heard. And a player like Hakim Ziyech is never a bad thing to have in the squad. He's never caused any trouble from what I can hear. And Hakim Ziyech 
he's got a wand of a left foot, even just for when we play against Spurs, just because of how good he was against them, I would keep him. Alright, what do you think? Thank you for listening. This has been the Chelsea News Podcast. Me, your host, Jack. Bye.